tuned in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! I hear the train coming. Yeah. It's rolling around a bend. <laughs> Let's go, everybody. Welcome on in to the AfterBuzz TV After Show for Limitless, Season 1, Episode 12, The Assassination of Eddie Mora. Uh, I am your lead host, Frank Majorana. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Go Frank M. I am joined, as always, not by JB Zimmerman tonight. He is out sick. I hope you're feeling better out there, JB. But back from... The darkness the dead, is Amanda Richards. <laughs> I'm back, guys. I'm Amanda Richards. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at AmandaFTA31. Amanda, I'm so glad you're back. Me you're, too. You're feeling I better. feel like I haven't been back in a year. Yeah, and it's well, it's true. Last year you were here, exactly, and now it's a new year, exactly. So yeah, good to have you. But I'll be back. Well, I mean, we're we're back right now. I'll be, I'll we're be, doing I'll, it right I now. I had the flu. It was it was pretty bad. But. Well, happy 2016 to you and yes. to everybody out there. Thanks for coming back. Hope you had a great holiday season, and we had a killer episode. To start 2016 with Limitless. Yeah, just give me your general thoughts right at the top. What did you just, think of it? I thought it was very, very dramatic. I was, like, hoping for the Brian kind of fun, you know, kind of bring it back to the new year. Kind of being like, oh, you know, he's doing all these projects and everything. But it got it got intense real quick. And he's that, starting with the first scene. Yeah, and I, that's what I love about this show. And uh, JB and I and you have talked about it so many times is there's the serialized elements of the show where it's the sort of case of the week kind of thing, which is, uh, you know, what Josh Butler told us about when he came in for his interview. Right. But then there's the exciting serialized elements of, you know, a carryover story. And anytime you can get Eddie Moore and Bradley Cooper into an episode, I think it just takes the whole show to the next level. It's the best thing ever. It was great. And I loved, I, see, I love the dramatic part of it. And I understand, yeah. I understand your point of view too, that the humor needs to be there. And that's kind of what, you know, we were talking about while we were walking in here tonight was that, this show is a lot of fun because it seems like the cast and crew is having such a good time doing it. Yeah, and I like the humor because it it feels like that's what that's what takes it away from your normal procedural. It's not NCIS, yeah. it's not CSI because it has this kind of quirky humor to it that makes it a little bit different. So that's the only reason that I kind of miss that. Okay, well, and they did have a little bit of it, which we discussed. They did. They have, and we'll get into the episode breakdown. But first, I always like to start off the show with our social media shoutouts, so you guys out there can use that hashtag ABTV Limitless on Twitter, on our YouTube page um, for each week's episode. And before we go on air, we go through the comments and see what we found most interesting or valuable, and then we'll read it off to you guys. Now, it's been about a month since we've had our last episode, so these um, these mentions are going back to the. Um, to the last episode, to and like specifically, um, something that came up tonight that I took big issue with was the debate between Brian and Boyle about whether or not Boyle should have shot Casey. Yes. And I was firmly for Boyle doing that. Uh, mm -hmm. Let me get your quick thought on that, and then I'll give it to the tweets here from the no, people. No, I, I agree. I mean, I understand that 
Brian is on NZT, so he can see things from different angles. But at the same mm-hmm. time, Boyle is a trained FBI agent. Mm-hmm. And in the moment, he did what he had to do. And even Nas agreed that, you know, that that was what he had to do. And that's something that happens in the job. And not everyone's on NZT. We're all human. So I think that it was perfectly fine. He I- didn't know Brian was going to be able to do that. And he's, I think, in those moments, you go from... Oh well, there's this guy on NZ2 who's going to be able to help me to know this is what I've been trained to do. Yeah. When someone's in trouble, this is what I do. That's a great, great point. It you was know? a dangerous situation with a lot of fog and smoke and and a lot of dangerous elements in there. So yeah. I, I ultimately agreed. Uh, we did have some people out there who disagreed, though. Um, this is from let me see um, out here um, Shaft Almsy. This is at Shaft's word said. Um, I think you guys missed Brian's black up where he manipulated all those guys to kill each other. Um, so there is some manipulative element there okay. to that. And then also um, um, Shaft, uh, he said, I disagree with thoughts about the shooting. First, Boyle summoned Brian to ask what he meant. I think Brian would not have mentioned it again. Boyle got in his face about it after it was over. Um, so, you know, Boyle asked Brian to come over to his apartment and sort of talk about what had happened. But I don't think it changes for me the, the true action that took place and, and the right action to take place, which is that, Brian, you got a, someone holding a gun to your head and your life is on the line. How would you be a little bit more thankful to Boyle? That's, yeah. that's what I thought of it overall. Yeah. But anyway, I appreciate you guys putting in those comments out there. Now that we're back, the winter 2016 season is here for Limitless. Uh, be sure to send in your comments, and we'll read off more of them next week. But let's get into the episode breakdown. Yes. I can't of believe course. we're already on episode 12. Episode 12. We're it's halfway crazy. through the first season. Uh, the assassination of Eddie Mora begins with the assassination the attempt, attempt yeah. of Eddie Mora. And I thought it was, I thought the Secret Service guys did a pretty bad job. I mean, you have this heavily disguised woman in sunglasses and yeah. you can tell she's wearing a wig. Uh, those are hopefully really low level Secret Service guys and just yeah. getting their um, chance. But again, they were really far away from the site. So that could be true. And when do you ever see those type of guys when she was like, who's here? And they're like, the senator? A senator is? Blah, blah, yeah. blah. Like, when does that ever happen? She's like, I know what a senator is. Like, yeah. normally those people would just say, you know, carry on. Right. They don't explain to you exactly. what a senator is. So exactly. I just, I thought that was a little bizarre. But It was a little bizarre. I think that they might have been going for a little funny moment there, and it just didn't come oh, across. Oh, they were trying. Good. I think they were trying. Good to know. Trying to get a little bit of humor <laughs> in. Um, but I loved the whole setup. I mm-hmm. thought she has Piper has a very sweet countenance to her, exactly. uh, which I want to get into in a minute. But ultimately, I thought the coolest thing about that whole beginning part was how Eddie Mora sensed the bullet coming. Mm-hmm. He knew it was coming. Give me your reaction to that assassination scene. I mean, I just think it's so interesting that he's been on NZT for that long. Mm-hmm. Because as Brian says later in the episode, he's been on NZT the longest out of anybody. So it's almost his norm. Yeah. You know, it's almost to the point where he doesn't, he probably doesn't even know what it feels like to not be on NZT. So he has these type of, um, these, these, these kind of feelings all the time. And I just think that'd be crazy. And it makes me, it makes me think of any person in, in office or someone who's, you know, even celebrities when they're on stage in concert, like what, how crazy would it be if you could sense if there was something crazy going on? Yeah. You know, it would be, I just, 
I don't know. I thought it was very fascinating. I thought it was fascinating. I thought the visual element was neat of how he drew the line in his mind and how far away mm-hmm. it was. And he knew that she was going to exhale before she shot. So it gave him the amount of time to slightly adjust his shoulder mm-hmm. um, so that he could take the bullet and be a hero. Yeah. And I thought that's wickedly brilliant. And he had to decide in that moment to take the bullet. Yes. Because he had all those different options mm-hmm. with the with the headline. Of the newspaper. Yeah. And he decided to actually take the bullet to make himself, I guess, look better. Yeah. Because he became kind of a hero. To be yeah. heroic. And it at the end of the episode, we see that he's announcing that he's running for president. Of course. So it's bolstering him into an even higher position. Yeah. But I love that he's so sneaky. This is why we love to watch him in that he just... He knew the different options. He had plenty of time to think about it. And while he's giving a speech, he's running down the different avenues that he could go um, with this action that's about to happen. And he gets a little grazed wound, and he's on to potentially the presidency. Um, it's crazy. It could is you crazy. If real, if real politicians were able to have NZT, <laughs> oh, gosh. like they're manipulative already. Yeah. And then if oh god, well, I don't want to think about. it. We need someone really altruistic like Brian exactly. uh, to be on that pill because you're right. A lot of those guys are bought and paid for and susceptible to influence, and um, it's scary to think about in real life. I'm glad we don't have an NZT pill for I, our politicians. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> let's uh, the next part of the episode. Nas checks in with uh, with Rebecca regarding. Casey's death. And I like this because there has been a break between, you know, the last episode that we saw in December and now. There's been a few weeks in between and it it would have been easy to just completely forget about everything that happened in that last episode. But I love that the show was written in a way to give some callbacks to to Casey being killed. Mm -hmm. Um, Rebecca was his girlfriend and Mm -hmm. he's he's dead now. So uh, while she did break up with him by text, which I hated... Um, but they were never really. You could tell she never really liked him that much. Really? I mean, the you first so? episode, maybe they were, but the rest of the time, I could tell. Okay. Maybe it's just because I'm so Team Rebecca Bryant. I mean, we all are. Or whatever. We Bre- all want to say, well, I'm Team <laughs> Rebecca Nas's daughter. I want her to come back. You she, mean Brian and Nas's daughter? Yeah. I'm sorry. What did I say? <laughs> Brian? Rebecca. Oh my gosh, I did not mean that. I was like, hey, you never that. know. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I meant Brian and Nas's daughter because they had such great chemistry. They did. Uh, that one episode. What a while about him back. and Piper on this episode, though? That okay. Well, let's talk about that. I thought that was <sighs> awesome. I love that she had this and wonderfully well played by the actress. She mm-hmm. had this wonderful juxtaposition of being super, super sweet, but totally threatening at the same time. Yeah. She shows up at Brian's parents' house and says, "Oh, hey, Brian." Nice to see you. you. I just came here. And and she keeps such a sweet countenance throughout the whole thing and doesn't even let you see behind the curtain until they're out on the porch. Yeah. What did you think of her? I just thought, I mean, first of all, in the beginning when she had the wig on and the sunglasses, and then when she took them off and you actually saw what she looked like, I was not expecting that. I was expecting someone... A little bit harsher looking. Like you're right. She's such. She has like soft features. She looks very girl next door. Yes. Like very all American. Yeah. And so I I thought that was a great choice for the producers and the writers and the casting directors to bring in someone who's so sweet but then has this like badass kind of uh, assassin thing going on. And yeah. I like that they made her a girl. Yeah. The assassin. Yeah. I thought because she was a girl and a girl next door type. Yeah. 
it adds to the... It's more interesting that way. Yep. You could get a hard, gruff-looking dude to go be the assassin, and it's not anything unusual or unexpected, but exactly like you were saying, when you have an assassin who doesn't look like that in real life, mm-hmm. you it, it drew me in. It drew me into the episode. And it makes you, him believe her more when she's telling him this story, because right. I love that you don't really know if she's a crazy person or if she's telling the truth. And I think even us as viewers can't tell. Yeah, even now, I don't mm-hmm. know where I stand on her immediately after the episode. I want to believe that she didn't kill her boyfriend and that it is actually Eddie Mora who arranged for the whole thing. And ultimately, if you're asking me to make a decision on that, I would probably be believing Piper in that. In this In this, this scenario, episode, Eddie yes, Mora yes. versus Piper, whose story do you believe that she killed her boyfriend or that she didn't? I believe that she didn't. She did not. I think so. Okay. So you believe her story. Because she's so soft-looking. She's not soft. No, it's sweet-looking. Not so- sweet-looking. Well, not she's soft. believable. <laughs> exactly. She's believable and exactly. seems to have no ulterior motive other than trying to make things right uh, out there in the world and views Eddie Mora mm-hmm. as a danger. Now, we all love Eddie Mora because he's Bradley Cooper and you know, comes from the movie and we really, every time. episode that he's there, it's even better. Mm-hmm. But I do have to say, I really love the portrayal mm-hmm. uh, throughout the episode from the scene when she is shooting Eddie Mora to when she presumably is shooting the laser into the apartment to mm-hmm. give Brian a Morse code message. She meets up with him um, at Brian's house, which is a risky move. I mean, of course. because we remember it's the same tactic that the Mora organization used in episode one, mm-hmm. where the nurse shows up at the end and says, everything, as long as he does everything we say, yeah. he'll be fine. Yeah. So it's a risky tactic for her to go into. But the most personal. What do you mean by that? Because she's invading his family and his home and she's coming into the most personal space and like at the end when they were talking about how Brian doesn't want to leave his old life, I feel like yeah. his morals and his family are extremely important to him. So yeah. messing with that, and she could tell in the first seven minutes she was there that that's extremely important to him. So I think that's why people keep using that tactic. Yeah. Because it's the one thing that's going to get him. Yeah, that's very true. That's a yeah. great point. And she calls herself his girlfriend yeah. as well. So adds a little bit of, you're going to have to be nice to me in front of your parents Mm-hmm. Instead of just showing up as a friend or something else like that. And obviously she was convincing enough right. with their parents, with his parents, to make them totally think that that was real. That that was actually his girlfriend. And she was good at it. And it was a really good uh, strategy mm-hmm. because, you know, Brian's here with his family. He's got a, you know, she's good looking and, mm-hmm. she, you know, probably wants his parents to be proud of him that he has someone in his life and didn't want to make it look that bad. Um, but I love that she showed up at the house and I love the conversation on the porch. I thought it was really, yep. really honest. We watched it like two times. We did. We, like we rewound it. We rewound it a couple times. <laughs> we wanted to know um, every single detail and we learned a lot about Piper's backstory right. um, in those moments and before when uh, Brian was researching her, that her mom came down with Alzheimer's and she had to drop out of school, um, that Mora promised her that the NZT pill would help. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I felt for her on an emotional level. Yep. Um, obviously her intent is to kill someone, to kill Eddie Mora, but yet I found myself caring about her. Did you feel the same I way? I agree. Of course. Of yeah. course. And I think that was very intentional. We're meant to 
feel for her. Yeah, we're meant to I feel don't know. her. I don't know. I'm not completely convinced that she's the sweet and innocent girl that we that we that they're making her seem to be. I can tell that they're ma- we're supposed to love her right now. We are, and I do. I mean, I mean, I'm a complete I do too, sucker but for it. I don't know. I'm like, I'm always playing devil's advocate. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you're taking the other side. I just. I think she's sweet. I like her. I think they'd be cute together. He obviously has a thing for blonde-haired girls with short hair. But, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, I think she could come back and be and be a bad person. I do, too. And that's the biggest thing. When the supposed hit was going down mm-hmm. during the middle of the episode, when Brian brings his gun and Mr. Sanson is in the car, um, I, I felt the entire time... And I said it when he pushed her under the subway car. I was like, no way. Nope. Didn't kill her. Didn't do it. Because yep. there were too many indications that he didn't do it. He, his hands are in his pockets the whole time. He's holding onto the gun. And he looks at her and he says, you know, can you please not touch me? Like, why are you saying that? Why are you delaying that out? Yeah. If you're going to kill her, as soon as she walks out, you pull out your gun and you do it. So I knew something mm-hmm. else was going on there when See, that I happened. See, I completely believed it. You they were, convinced me. I know. You did. I know. I was completely sure. And you kept saying, she's not dead. She's not dead. I was yep. like, yes, she is. I'm pretty sure she's dead. A train went over her. And I just, I, I was completely there. Especially yeah. the scene after when he's with Mr. Sands and they're like drinking the whiskey. And for me, I could just, maybe I just wanted this to, to be true, but I felt like there was a loss of innocence in, in Brian. Mm-hmm. He seemed tougher and Mr. Sands says it's like a baptism and I felt like he really, this was a huge character development point. But I was wrong. So, you were wrong, but it was really well shot. It was really well shot. You saw when he pushed her into the tracks, there was a different look in Brian's eyes. There was a murderous intent mm-hmm. in his eyes. When he pushes her back, you know, you see him really, it has to be me or you. He's saying all the right things. And then you're right. And this is a credit to Jake McDormand. In the next scene, he's near tears yeah. um, drinking with Mr. Sands and just drinking it over and over again. So... Brian himself has to be a good actor around Mr. I was just about Mr. to Sands. say that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I, re- I believed him yeah. in that scene. Yeah. He he got you. And I'm sure he, totally he got did. a lot of our viewers out there, too. So if you guys fell for it, if you thought that Piper was killed, let us know. We want to know who fell for it and who actually believed what I believe that there was no way yeah, that Brian killed. Beginning. Well, because it's so out of character. You know, no, Brian I agree. Is, I agree. That's why it would have been such a huge character, like, Point. Yeah, because it would have been a complete change in in everything for him. Yeah, he could have been go- he could have been Breaking Bad. He he could have been Breaking <laughs> Bad. He could have been going Mister White on us. Yeah, um, but even the attempt to pull out his gun was rather weak. He mm-hmm. pulls it out to the side, and it's just very quick for her to knock it out of his hands. Though he did pull the trigger, so it yeah. it looked real to Mister Sands, who then sped away. Uh, in his truck, but all brilliantly orchestrated by Brian and Piper to make us all think that it really went down. Um, and I agree with you, though, that there there was a loss of innocence, and it made me question whether or not Brian has this capability. Right. I ultimately don't think he's capable of murdering anyone. If 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 someone comes to him and makes a strong case and and gets to his heart. It's over. He's not going to kill. He he didn't kill um, a couple criminals from or one of the criminals on the uh, or he didn't kill, but he he didn't set up one of the criminals on the FBI's ten most wanted list. Right. Um, we've seen him be very helpful to people who have been written off by many others. Um, so 
I think that's one of the reasons why we tune in is to see an altruistic character like this. No, I agree. I agree. I'm glad it didn't happen, but they did have me convinced for a minute. But it is interesting. He is losing a little bit of innocence when he was talking about how he said something to the effect of when I, I'm betraying Rebecca again and going completely yeah. against the FBI and it gets easier every time. Yeah. So I think maybe that's also why I kind of thought that it was that it actually happened, that he was turning a little to the dark side. Yeah. Um, and I thought maybe they were going to kind of explore that and what it's like to kind of do something bad and then maybe come back or something like that. But it's interesting that he's he's really going through a lot of, well, we've talked about this from the beginning, moral issues, moral compass, things like that, because, mm-hmm. I mean, especially with the FBI. That's very true. There's a lot of stuff going on, and he's and he is going against Rebecca, which kind of makes me think that they might not end up together at all in really? the end. Because she seems like a really loyal person to me. She seems like someone that if he told her all the things that he did, she would not be cool with it. Well, but, she, I mean, I still I still support. I think it's Rebecca. really interesting. I think you make a strong case. At the same time, I think Brian daydreams about Rebecca, or when he's on NZT, mm-hmm. Rebecca ends up on the good side of the argument, saying, right. "You know, you need to think this through." And she's always being very supportive supportive of him and giving him compliments that go very very deep and compliment his character. Right. So I think that feeds into, or maybe I'm just. Wishful thinking and hoping that they're I mean, getting together. I mean, I hope together. for it, too. I hope for it, too. <laughs> um, but I, I wanted to point out this really good tweet that um, Vern out there said. This is at Vern's Views. He said, far too many shows have leads that are anti-hero. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully, uh, they, being the Limitless team, are trying to keep Brian lawfully good. Um, and I like that. And I totally agree okay. that a lot of shows out there now... I'm, I'm about to start um, watching Billions on Showtime. Oh, I cannot wait. I'm yeah, so excited. Yeah, it looks really good. But there's really no real good guy. There, mm-hmm. Everybody has their foils. Everybody has their issues um, and their secrets. And Brian really doesn't. He's an open book and someone who's a force for good. And I like that about right. this show, um, that he doesn't have some secret life where he's you know, doing whatever bad activity, he drinks too much, or he has some other sin that he's interested in. I like that he's good. What, what do you think? No, I like that he's. I like that he's a good guy too, and I. I appreciate that they're they're keeping him that way. Yeah. You know, just that the fact that they convinced me today was just good writing, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, and no, I think, and I, like I said, I always. You know, when we came back from the break and we started watching this today, it's nice to see Brian again. Like it's it's exciting, not exciting, but it's. Um, it's fun to to kind of like see these characters again, and you you like him. He's a very likable character, yeah. which is which is great. He's not one of those people you love to hate, right. which is what a lot of television shows are doing right now. He's just that guy that you just you want to see. Yeah, that's you a great see. point. And he's funny too. Uh, every episode is filled with a little bit of humor. And I was talking about this earlier, but never got to the actual punchline with, yes. with Nas <laughs> and uh, Rebecca talking in Nas's office. Nas says, "Well." You know, I've slept around with people here too. I mean, we just have to do it. We we work all the time. We don't get anything else. Like Nas, you go, go <laughs> I ahead, love girl. Nas. I think she's really. The best. You like her? Of course. You Why? Don't. Well, I just I think she's she's fun at times, but is largely you know the the old school teacher that we knew growing up. Yeah, but that's what I like about her. She's like the mother of the of the FBI clan. Did you ever call your school teacher mother? No, but she, no, but she, <laughs> but she's like she's like the sweet the sweet woman that you just like. I almost want her to be my my young young grandmother. Like she's just the sweetest thing. Okay, 
I, I will I find agree. Her refreshing. I don't know. I think she's refreshing at times. At others, I think it's just very sort of standard FBI in charge lady. I th- I thought that her most powerful moments are when she's unexpectedly funny, like this yeah. episode where yeah. she's just like, "Yeah, I sleep around it." Like, I feel that way. About, see, I feel that way about Boyle. I feel like Boyle sometimes is a little one note, just kind of that is, his character. Not but him. sometimes we get the we get to peel back the layers of the onion and get to see the real character right. when we saw Boyle's background with. Um, his army ranger friend with the mechanical arm um, from earlier mm-hmm. in the season. I liked, I thought the best scene so far of this entire season was between um, Nas and Brian's dad sitting on the park bench. Um, just yep. two smart, powerful people discussing, you know, the, their protection and love of Brian uh, with completely different viewpoints. And it was also, um, um, subtle but yep. powerful, yep. and that's what I love to see about Nas. And I do agree that in those moments, I do root for her. But there's yep. sometimes where she's just kind of stating the facts, and you know, having her smarm on. Okay, and, you agree know. to disagree. Okay, we will do agree to disagree on, on Nas. <laughs> on Nas, I just feel like that's not. But she has a great daughter. I, I just want to point that out. So you just like the daughter? She's so cute. <laughs> I mean, Did you like no Piper doubt. today? Did you think she was cute? Piper, Piper's cute too. Yeah, I'd love to see her back. So you have the same taste as uh, Brian. I do. Good to know. Brian's a okay by me. <laughs> <laughs> While we're uh, on a good note, I want to remind everyone to please subscribe to us on iTunes and YouTube. Go ahead and give us a thumbs up on the YouTube page if you liked us. Leave a comment below. Again, we'll go through all of those um, before each show, and you can also do the commenting on social media. Use that hashtag, ABTV Limitless. Okay. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you think. Um, I want to get into Rebecca's discovery of Eddie Mora's past. change. Right? His transformation. Past, his transformation, right? I thought the most, it was a wonderful cliffhanger this episode where mm. Rebecca is pasting pictures up onto the wall of Eddie Mora before and Eddie Mora after. Uh, a certain what she doesn't know is a, a period of taking NCT, um, but photos that are years apart. Hmm. Um, so she's beginning to figure this out that he's on the pill. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think is coming with this storyline? I mean, I think Rebecca's very clever. I'm sure she'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting to see the similarities between Eddie Mora and Brian in the past. They're both kind of like, you know, he had like the long hair. He said he was a writer. Like yeah. he, you know, and Jake or not Jake, Brian was a, um, was a, was a musician or is a musician. And he kind of, they had like this, this bohemian lifestyle or whatever. Yeah. And then you have Eddie Mora trying to convince Brian to become, he's like, you can get away from this. You don't have to live this life. And I almost feel like he wants Brian to kind of follow in his footsteps and become, you know, something bigger. And so it's interesting to see, I just, that's what, that's what I took from it was that it's interesting to see how he was kind of this almost Brian type yeah. back in the day. Yeah. That's a great point. Let and me I'm ask sure you, she'll figure it out. Let me ask you a follow up to that because there was something I was confused by this episode and I'd love to get everybody's feedback out there too as well. What do you think Eddie Mora meant by, you know, Brian, you want to be somebody else, but you're afraid to do it. Or he said something like that where... Um, you do want to be someone else, but 
you're whole, you're concerning yourself with things that are beneath you now that you're on NZT. I don't know what that means. Uh, what did you? Th- what did that mean to you when he said that? Well, who does Brian? Who does he think Brian wants to become? I think he wants to have Brian stop thinking about. I want to say this correctly. But stop thinking about be- caring about people so much, being so moral, caring about his his family so much, and caring about those type of things. And like he said, like you you have these posters up, and you're you're you always try to remember your past. It's almost like it's almost like um, Brian re- remembers his roots. He knows where he came from. Oh, that's so smart. And then. And then, Honestly. Uh, and then he's saying, you don't, you don't have to, you don't have to be this ordinary guy. You can be this, you know, amazing guy. You could run for Senator. You could become an actor. I mean, on NZT, you could do whatever you want. You could become a celebrity. You probably could figure out how to become an Instagram sensation. You could figure, <laughs> I mean, you could figure out how to become whatever you wanted, a pro athlete. So yeah. he's saying, stop with all this, you know, average life stuff. And let's do something bigger. And he's and he's thinking that Brian's going to be like, yeah, of course, because everybody would want that. But Brian's not that guy. We hope, right? I, we think. I'm so glad I asked you that question because the point you made about the posters being on the wall and his little mementos about his past is so spot on. Yeah, um, he does. He is this ordinary guy, and he's happy about where he's proud of where he's from and where right. he's come from and. Maybe not who he is now yet, because I'm sure in the back of his mind he knows that all of this is kind of because I'm taking a pill. Mm-hmm. And if that pill goes away, who am I? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure we'll see more of that later in the season. You know, Brian struggling with, you know, the NZT Brian versus normal Brian. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see Brian, normal Brian, go out on a date without NZT, you know, yeah. and, you know, challenge himself in ways without. The pill being on and see him struggle with wanting to get more NZT, which is ultimately what he got from Mora. He got three or four more pills that he hid. Um, And, you know, wanting to be himself and get out of it. If if there's something that we learned in this episode is that he has a genuine desire to get away from Eddie Mora. I think that's what was so powerful about Piper's argument to him Mm -hmm. is it got at his emotions to say... This can all be behind you. Eddie Mora, there's only one way to get out of this, and this is to stop Eddie Mora. And I found that to be really, really interesting and powerful because he doesn't want to be trapped. Does he want to do this the rest of his life? Just right. be a puppet for Eddie Mora? Right. I doubt it. And it'd be more it would be interesting to see if they played it where Eddie Mora was this amazing guy and yeah. he was, you know, perfect. But from the beginning, we've kind of had We've kind of had our doubts about it anymore. We've kind of just the the entire way he's done it. It started off great, but then he was like, "Okay, now you're you're in." And with the nurse coming to the house, and you can tell he's he's okay with threatening Brian. So, I think you're right. I think that the the writers definitely set it up for us to not to, for for Brian to be like, "Yeah, maybe he's not that good of a guy." Yeah, maybe I do want out. Yeah, and you'll notice there whenever Eddie Moore shows up, the music kind of goes to a lower. A more mysterious level. Mm-hmm. I thought there was a lot of craft in this episode with wardrobe as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way that Piper was dressed added to the innocent feeling of the character. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked the costume design for her uh, because it's. it feels like this is not just going to be a character that we're going to know for one episode and then we'll never see her again. Mm-hmm. Um, she is set up in a way that is going to she's going to recur. And I don't know that. I'm not 
spoiling that for anyone. I'm just um, making a you know, little prediction that I think we're going to see her again in the future. Yeah. Um, but the, the crafting of the, the music with Eddie Mora, um, even the lighting seems to be a little bit darker around him yeah. than it was around her. So I think maybe, just maybe, there's a little artistry going on there to give us clues about these characters' true intents. Or she could turn out to be a crazy person. Or she could turn Which out to be a crazy person. Which is completely fine and very interesting. <laughs> Writers, if you hear this ever. <laughs> right. Yeah, but I, I love that character. I, I really enjoyed seeing her um, this this week. But I think we could see a tag team effect with Rebecca and, and um, Piper. Because yeah. Rebecca is now figuring this out. And I don't think Piper's gone, like I've talked about before. But I think with Rebecca being smart enough to figure this out on her own, she's going to find out what Brian was doing mm-hmm. and try and figure out a way to get him out. And maybe they bring Piper back in to get him all out. Oh, that's going to be such a great scene when she confronts Brian. Yeah. She's like, I know what you've been doing. Yeah. And it seems like it's going to happen soon. Yeah. Probably by the end of the season. Yeah. For sure. Oh, way before the end of the season. I think it'll be much, <laughs> much before. Only because she has all of the photographic evidence in front of her at the end of this episode. She mm-hmm. slaps it on the wall and says, hmm, something's happening here. Mm-hmm. I could make a guess or two. Mm-hmm. If you're working in that world every day where you're seeing people use NZT, I'm sure it probably had a light bulb go off for her. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays you know, over the next couple of weeks, because I think she's going to figure it out next week, if not the week after. Wow, I do. Okay. I, I mean, I've, I didn't. I thought it'd be a little later, but now that you say that, I agree. Well, just because you've convinced me. <laughs> well, just because I, I don't think there's a whole lot for her to figure out past this point. She yeah. started looking to the senator. Uh, she has obviously come to the conclusion that he has made a, a significant upgrade in his life in a very fast amount of time. And I think it'll be you know, no time before she understands the true nature of it. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. with Brian working for her with Eddie Moore, I don't know how fast that'll come either. But maybe she'll go to him and say, hey, um, I, I think Eddie Moore is doing NZT and Brian's going to have to lie to her and feed more into what you were talking about earlier. Where he's betraying her. Where he's betraying her over and over and over again. Um, but I like that he outsmarted Mr. Sands tonight. Oh my gosh. Uh, this I episode. love Mr. Sands. Do he's you? great. I do. Tell I mean, me why. Well, he's British. <laughs> I mean, is, that's, a bad, that's a bad argument, but it's the truth. He just, every time he talks, I'm like, engaged. I just think he's great. Yeah. I mean, he is. He's just a great, he's a great actor. He's a great character. He's He's just perfect. And he doesn't yell at all at Brian. He doesn't yeah. have to you know, get all strong and tough. He just yeah. states the facts in his calm British demeanor. And, and when they were like bonding over killing someone, he's like, it's yeah. like your baptism. Yeah. I was like, oh, all I right. I also, you know whose teacher. voice I also love is Brian's dad. Ron Lufkin. He yeah. has an amazing voice. Really? I think so. It, what is it? Smooth? Like know? it's just very like I want him to give me a motivational speech or something. <laughs> Tell me what to do with my life. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Well, and you saw when he interacted with Brian Piper picked up on the signals between the two. She said, "Oh, why do you have tension between you and your dad?" Mm-hmm. Uh, she didn't pick up on the fact that Brian has told his dad that he's on NZT. Which is interesting that nothing's happened with that. No, yeah, that's a good point. We haven't seen anything. I'm sure it will from that. Um, like that scene I was talking about earlier, we haven't seen any follow-up from that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and Ron Lufkin's too good of an actor to keep on the shelf for too long. So I think we will see something yeah. um, with that. But this, I'm sure. I think this episode overall was a turn toward the dark, like mm-hmm. you were saying. Mm-hmm. I think the you know fun models and and the cool you know little things that diagrams. they've been doing, the diagrams mm-hmm. and the and the funky visual elements are being set aside for more dramatic, serialized, character-driven story. Which we love. Which I, I yeah, mean, we love. We've talked about, oh yeah. I mean. I love it. We love that. So, yeah. okay, well, let's move into our final segment of the show, which is our predictions. <laughs> and now, After Buzz TV. And now, Here we your go. After Buzz TV predictions. So good we had to do it twice. We got the lights going. Perfect. The lights are great. Yeah. Give me your predictions for not only next week's episode, but for the rest of the season. The first season. I I think that Rebecca's going to start to figure something out. I don't think it's going to be as soon as you think it's going to be. I think it's going to take a minute. Okay. Um, I think that there's going to be a pretty big confrontation scene where she's like, like, what's going on? And he's going to have to decide what to do. And being Brian, I think he might actually tell her the truth. Which might put him in more danger, which would be an excellent cliffhanger for the end of season one. Just saying. Ooh, I like um, that one. And then I think that I think Piper's going to come back. I'm just going to say for fun, she's going to end up being crazy and not a good person. Mm-hmm. I could be totally wrong. I know that's not that they want us to think, but I just, I don't know. She seems almost too sweet. When people are that sweet, I'm like, hold on a second. Well, she, What's going on? But she got betrayed by Brian. Uh, well... Fake betrayed, right? She had to act that way uh-huh. um, when he pulled out the gun. But she had a range of emotions there that I didn't think was one note. Um, I don't think it was one note. I just think that you can't believe someone that's that sweet. Okay. In the first episode. She continues to be the sweet, and we learn more about her. I'll probably be on board. <laughs> but that's just how I feel about it. And then, yeah, I mean, I think... I think there'll be more... Yeah, I mean, that's those are, like, the main points. There'll be more interesting cases. I hope we see more of Nas. I hope we see more of Brian's dad. Yeah. Um, characters that we love. And, yeah, I hope they keep... I mean, they keep bringing some just amazing actors. Even the guy who was in the record store was so yes, interesting. the Italian was great. Yeah, guy. He One was scene. Great. But you're exactly but, right. Yeah. There was so much emotion in him hearing his wife singing to his baby. And what a great uh, scene. Yeah, that's that's such a great point. I just I I and I've said this from the beginning. I love the the casting on the show and I love how even every little small character is like you can tell they really thought about it and it's someone interesting and different and you you remember them. Yeah. So Thumbs up to the casting on this show. Thumbs up to casting. I love casting. Really good, though. But (laughs) I agree with you. There are little bit parts that come along. Mm -hmm. Mike and Ike have been great additions Mm -hmm. to the show. A lot of fun. Um, At the beginning of the episode, when Brian is debating between the two uh, sides what he should do, Mike just shows up. He's like, I really don't like wearing a sweater. It's itchy. (laughs) That was really funny. Yeah, you're right. There was some humor. Yeah, there was some some humor. It's not totally dramatic. But I, I truly hope the show keeps continuing in this direction and the this is the beginning of the episodes for everybody out there to know of after they knew that they were getting picked up for Mm -hmm. the the back nine so Mm -hmm. this begins in my view a new era of the show in 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 their thinking you know they had a certain amount of episodes shot before the first episode aired um, you know way back in september right so now we are getting into the content that was created 
after the show was renewed. So they were able to see, you know, what was most interesting in in the initial few episodes, and it seems like the creative team is focusing in on those elements now. Yeah, and everyone seems to be comfortable in their characters and yeah. developing their characters, and it's it's always nice to see when people are kind of settling in. Yeah, I agree with you, you 100%. Tell. You really can tell. So um, my predictions, then, um, I will say that I think there will be another situation where Brian is in danger and mm-hmm. Boyle is confronted with a decision whether or not he is going to have to act, whether that's shooting or disabling or having to do something to somebody. Mm-hmm. I think there will be another situation where Boyle is faced with a dilemma. Am I going to shoot this person? Brian's in danger again. And I think Boyle will do the same thing. I think he will, again, <laughs> save Brian from danger. Mm-hmm. And this time it'll be clear to the both of them that it was the right call. Um, so I do think that's going to come back. I don't think they, the team would have mentioned it. The, I don't think today's episode would have mentioned that again mm-hmm. um, had it not, if it's not going to show up later. I think it was a bit of foreshadowing there. Right. And I think, like you, I will predict Rebecca finds out that Eddie Mora is on NZT, but that it's going to be Brian's assignment from Mr. Sands and Eddie Mora to keep her quiet about it. Hmm. Or else she's going to go away. So there may be a really honest conversation coming sooner than you think out there between Rebecca and Brian about this whole issue. Or they might make him have an assignment to kill her. Well, he he had that, that already. Oh, you're right. He had right. that in already early couple. in the season. So right. they know that he's not going to do that. Mm-hmm. But right. I think perhaps he may even try to recruit her. Mm-hmm. to get on the Mora team if that's something that they want to do and she figures it out. Um, you know, Maybe they'll volunteer to help her understand what happened with her dad. We still haven't I was know, just about to say that. that. Yeah, we haven't caught up. It's freaky. <laughs> we've got the same Continue. great minds right now. Uh-huh. Um, so I think we haven't heard much about that plot line at all. Mm-hmm. So if we come back to that and Mora says, I can tell you what happened to your dad. You just need to help me to do this one thing. And then he has her. Mm-hmm. You know, I, That's what I think is going to come for the rest of the season. Great. I love it. Yeah, Can't wait to see what happens. Let All us right. know what you guys think. There's a lot more out there to come this season. You guys can use that hashtag ABTVLimitless. But that's it. That's all for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I've been joined by Amanda Richards. Yes, please find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at AmandaFTA31. And you. I am Frank Majorana. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Go Frank M. Thank you all for tuning in this week. We'll see you back next Tuesday, same time, same channel. Go out, be blessed, and we'll see you back soon. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.